we know that theme, the theme song starts playing, your voice, your voice kicks in on so many of our themes. I love it. It's, you know, it's just straight to Mike Shepard all the way. Uh, and then, uh, and then we come in, we come in with a big, po the post shooties experience show, um, of the, of the Shoot Brothers. I think that's really what it is. Uh, my name is Cameron Osborne. You're Mike the Shoot Shepard. That's right. The, uh, Shooty 2023 countdown is officially on. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a, it, well, when one Shooties period ends, the next one begins. Uh, because this is our big for this is the big first show of 2023 here. Um, big week of show, of course. A lot of stuff. The holidays played a little, a, a little about with us, you know, around with us a little bit. Uh, yeah, so there were some, you know. some of these shows were pre taped and this sort of thing. But I think just like when the kids go back to school, the wrestling world gets back to normal. Yeah, maybe we should do a quick little around the ring. Just Around the ring, 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 around the ring. Couple things. Uh, we got another surprise return for WWE with Bronson Reed, the big man showing up on Monday Night Raw. So uh, he's back. Helping out the Miz. Helps out the Miz uh, in a ladder match there. Uh, came back to a very, very tepid response. Yeah, well, he was never on the main roster, so I'm sure a lot of people are seeing him for the first time. But yeah, apparently uh, his work at New Japan was really good, and some people there were upset that he left. I think he even got a clean win over Okada at one point. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah. Hopefully we'll see see if they treat him like a big deal. I mean, he was North American champ and then got released like two weeks after losing it. But yeah, we'll see about that. Tri Triple H has a full Hunter has a full year, uh, you know, with a lot of returns and not many releases. Right? How 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 are all these people gonna fit together? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, we also had matches five and six of the best of seven series. Of course, the Elite winning both. Uh, the anything goes match and then the uh what was it a false count anywhere match yes i think it was the sixth one yeah that one had the big one winged angel off of a balcony to get the end so we're caught up with that tied three three going to game seven as we all thought but that's not for another week or two so it's next uh, next week's show in uh in los angeles their big west coast uh west coast debut yeah gonna be a big show uh and then a couple other things uh Samoa Joe he defended his TNT title against Wardlow but then afterwards he grabs some scissors and cuts off the hair Wardlow's big long man button is gone so his locks his thick dark locks yeah we'll have to see what he looks like next time we see him do, do we think uh, he's going bald is that why is, is the ruse up <laughs> are, are they pulling a Baron uh, Corbin on us I don't think so. Maybe he just, maybe he just wanted to cut his hair, and you're like, all right, let's make a story out of it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, guys, have been looking. Don't Tony just asks everybody? He's like, hey, if anyone's thinking of getting a haircut, just let me know. We'll work it into an angle. <laughs> yeah. Then you just had Gunther versus Ricochet for that Intercontinental Title that we were promised. Awesome match. Gunther retains. Ricochet looks awesome though. Mm -hmm. They're doing a good job. With both those guys, yeah, he's been on a great he's been on a great tear uh, lately. 
Yeah, and then another big match. Bailey defeated Becky in one-on-one competition, giving Bailey the biggest win she's had all year. So that was another another big thing there since her uh, course, since her return. Yeah, yeah. And of course, we had the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street fight, an annual tradition. And then AEW brought out some Christmas. $300,000 Three Kings Christmas Casino Trios Battle Royale. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted was, to say that. Uh, that was the rampage. Uh, that was the full title. It's kind of uh, weird because it's like whenever they're fighting for money, it's not as relatable. It's like three hundred grand. damn. I don't know. Anyways, uh, then some unfortunate news. AJ Styles ends up breaking his ankle at a house show. So <clears throat> That's too bad. He might be out. Yeah, I'm probably going to miss the rumble out for a little bit. But uh, that's all the major things to cover here. There was plenty of other action, <clears throat> but no title changes or anything like that. So, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll we keep things pretty tame here. Uh, do you st- did you have a favorite of those uh, the trios matches there between the uh, no DQ and the? Uh, I mean, they were both good, pretty similar. Just a bunch of weapons, some blade jobs. Uh, yeah, I guess the most memorable thing for me was that one-winged angel at the end off the balcony through the table. So maybe I'll go with that one. The false count. And next week, <clears throat> next week is the uh, the Escalada de la Muerte. It's coming <laughs> yeah, back, right. baby. The ma- they're saving the best for last. We, yeah, we get the we'll course. get the week off from the uh, from the trios championship this week. Yeah, well, I mean Kenny, he was in Japan, so he couldn't even fight. Uh, <clears throat> This week on Dynamite, but maybe we can briefly. Did you watch any of Russell Kingdom? I watched the matches that I cared about. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe we can well, talk it, briefly about it, that. It, in it, was, it was it was the first time I hadn't watched the show uh, live. It used to be a wake up and watch it kind of thing. Last like four or five <laughs> years or whatever. Uh, at like six in the morning or whenever it starts. Yeah, you start at time yeah whatever the t- whatever the time is. I forget. Yeah. Well, maybe we can touch on that in the second half of the show. A couple things there. Yeah, we might as well. Uh, that's that, that, that's a pretty good catch up, though. I think that that, that yeah. customizes a lot of stuff before kind of our most recent action. So uh, when we get, as we get into the show, let's kick it off the way we always do by crowning a brand new Tweed League champion. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. <laughs> <laughs> This week's Tweet of the Week champion goes out to, uh, well, of course, so like, like you know, this, this is our first show of the year. Um, you know, the new year, you're out there, you're out there on New Year's Eve, our brand new Tweet of the Week champion and first time Tweet of the Week champion, uh, Ty Conti, Ty Mello, hmm. Ty Mello Guevara, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, wherever we're going by, uh, when she uh, tweets everybody on uh, New Year's Eve of this past year, uh, I don't think I'll make it till midnight. I'm drunk already at 6.54 p.m. Uh, just feeling it ringing in a big year in her probably personal life. You know, why not celebrate uh, Ty Conti? Ty Mello, what am I supposed to call you? <laughs> Either or. What does her Twitter say? It says Ty Mello. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. Time out. Uh, yeah. Good for her winning that title after uh, her and Sammy Guevara just got stripped of those AAA mixed tag titles that I'm sure a lot of us forgot all about. I heard because she just they just didn't show up or something? <laughs> they no-showed? 
Um, yeah, I guess they were scheduled, and then Tony Khan's like, ah, I want her on Dynamite. And so oh. That that. Yeah. So maybe some tension between AAA and AEW. Who knows? Who knows? They're getting all their belts back now, so we'll see. Yeah, or, or um, yeah, we're giving all, all our belts back. <laughs> yeah, FTR lost theirs, and... Uh, I don't even know who they're. Kenny doesn't hasn't had the world title in a while, so I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, we're giving the belts back, folks. Playtime's over. Uh, congratulations <laughs> to Ty Mello on your big on your big Tweet League Championship win. So let's move on through the wrestling week. Then uh, it's not quite it's not quite New Year's, I don't think, uh, because we do have a couple matches here the night before. Uh, let's, so let's kick off a SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then, uh, I think it was on Friday before, though? No, no, wait, they used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Kicking off with, um, ooh, a Bray Wyatt. Yeah, Bray coming out, another huge ovation from the crowd. They've all got their phones on, lit up, and... He says he doesn't think he's a good person. He's done some terrible things, but he doesn't regret much. That's when LA Knight comes out and says, <clears throat> "What happened to you, man? You can't keep can't keep your composure anymore." And uh, you think having one of your goons ca- coming out dressed up as Captain Howdy is gonna scare me? Or anyways, he challenges Wyatt to a match at the Rumble. Uh, Bray calls him an idiot, says, I'll remind you how cruel I can be, and accepts the match. And that's when Captain Howdy appears on the screen. And then he shows up live, walks down to the ring. So Captain Howdy is standing beside Bray. But then he turns and hits Bray with a sister Abigail, walks off. So we still don't know what's going on between these two. But they're they're two separate people, whoever they are. Yeah, we know. Yeah, they've established that much, and uh, and Bray is uh, Bray Wyatt's getting some matches in at live shows, so I've heard. Yeah, starting to do that. Yeah, uh, heard he broke his finger on one of them, but ah, oh, classic. Be okay, not a big deal. <laughs> but then we find out the match at the Rumble between him and LA Knight's going to be a pitch black match, whatever that means. But well, guessing, so uh, remember we had the red Hell in a Cell. <laughs> Yeah. You know, we're, um, we're tr- we tried new things like this with light every so often. My guess is, and I don't know why this is my guess, it's going to be black, but with like swinging lights. Does that make sense? Like light will <laughs> kind of go in and out of the ring in uh, unpredictable patterns. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel, yeah. I feel What's like. What's your prediction? Uh, Let's get it. Let's they're get it down. Gonna, I'm right. We're writing these down. They're just gonna. They're gonna turn off all the house lights and just have a big spotlight on the ring. That's what I think. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, a little easier. So it's dark in the arena, but I don't know. I mean, we'll find out. I'm assuming it'll be a no DQ match though. So kind of like the lights out matches of AEW, but darker lighting. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll we're on to something out. though. But it's always fun to hear a new step because uh, we have no clue what it could mean. Yeah, and either way, we're finally going to see Bray fighting, and uh, I'm sure that Uncle Howdy will show up at some point. Maybe even unmask and reveal whoever it may be under that thing. Jackson Riker. (laughs) Uh, That would be (laughs) one of the worst (laughs) possibilities. That would be Uh, one of the worst. It would be. Yeah. yeah. CM Punk. (laughs) Uh, 
we go backstage. Sami Zayn goes to enter the Bloodline dressing room, but Hangman is talking to him outside, says he loves the passion he showed last week, and Roman's very proud of him. But, uh, you know, maybe hyping up the crowd and having them chant Sammy while the Tribal Chief's standing there is not the best idea. And Sammy's like, did Roman say something? And Hangman's like, no, 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 come on in. So, little tease, a little tension, we don't know for sure. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Then we go to the ring. Solo Sokoa takes on Sheamus. Just a nice hard-hitting brawl match here. And uh, they go back and forth. Sheamus gets Solo in the Texas Clover Leaf. He's trapped. So Jey Uso distracts the referee while Jimmy pulls Solo to safety. And that's when the Brutes jump in. So there's a big brawl outside. Sheamus comes flying off the top rope to take them all out. But uh, this distraction allows Solo to take over. Hits the rock bottom on the apron, and then, then the Samoan spike to the throat. And that gives Solo the big win with some help from the Usos. He's just, he's just stealing everyone. He's just stealing the rest of the family's finishers <laughs> at this point. Can't <laughs> yeah. wait for a fucking, for a, the next one, splash, super kick. Stink face. Oh, that's what we're all waiting, that's what we're all waiting for, baby. Yeah, big, win, uh, uh, big win there for Solo Sokoa, I think. Yeah, big win either way. Afterwards, he grabs the chair, wraps it around Seamus's neck, ready to do the hip attack in the corner, but then Drew McIntyre makes his return after being off a couple weeks mm-hmm. uh, with injury, makes the save. Big pop. Yeah, nice to see him back. Yeah, with uh, who's who's the biggest baby face on SmackDown? Is it Sami Zayn? <laughs> I mean, going by the crowd, I'd say it is, but... Probably yeah, on there, but uh, through like moti- like altruistic motivations. Yeah, probably Drew is at the top. He yeah. doesn't really ever do anything. Yeah, yeah, probably Drew. That sounds good. Uh, then we go to Ronda Rousey defending her SmackDown Women's title against Raquel Gonzalez, who earned the title shot in a gauntlet match uh, in the previous week. But uh, Raquel's still fighting. She's got this injured arm, which is all taped up. So, of course, that gives Ronda an easy target. Just working over that arm. But Raquel puts up a pretty good fight. Uh, She even had the crowd cheering for her pretty good. Nice to see Raquel getting over. Um, Yeah, she hits a Tahana bomb on the edge of the apron. And she's in control. That's when Shayna jumps up to interfere. So Raquel knocks her off. uh, Makes the cover on. Ronda, but Shayna interferes again, putting the foot on the rope. So they fight their way up to the top rope. Ronda gets Raquel in an arm bar and then just like slams her down off the top into the ring, right on the arm, still in the arm bar. Raquel's got nowhere to go. She taps out. So Ronda retains. But uh, pretty good match. Probably one of the best uh, Raquel singles matches she's had and one of the best Ronda matches in a while here on the main roster, I thought. Well, I think you said it right there when, the, when they actually had the cr- the crowd was with Ronda for a second. I mean, that Raquel? hasn't happened. Sorry, yes. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, the the Ronda support been dwindling since Liv Morgan, and that was a good <coughs> amount of time ago. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was nice to see the crowd rallying behind Raquel. Uh, I think they see big things in her. Probably. Right. This is the crazy RRRR match. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This yeah. Uh, this just trips me out. Just trips me up just thinking about it. 
But Raquel, Raquel Rodriguez smell, uh, smiles just enough for you to like her. That was a baby face. <laughs> yeah, but Rhonda wasn't done. She grabs a microphone. And before she could even speak, Charlotte Flair comes out. Finally. Making her big return. Yeah, almost eight months since, uh, Too long. since she lost the... Too long, Shardog. <laughs> yeah, the crowd popped. They were happy. Uh, she even had a new theme song. Uh, whether you noticed that. Did not, not like the, it. Not the... <laughs> I mean, it was fine for me. But, Stone Cold uh, yeah, doesn't definitely... have another theme song. <laughs> well, it's glass uh... shatters. Darn it. <laughs> she still had the same intro, though. She still had like the Ric Flair element to it, but yeah, no more guitar. It was kind of a different thing. Mm -hmm. No more da 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 or whatever. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> she's here, Charlotte Flair. Uh, Rhonda's like, hey, how's that rehab going for that arm I broke? Ha ha, let me guess. You want to challenge me for the title at Royal Rumble? Charlotte says, no, I want to challenge you tonight. So we're like, oh, Rhonda lays down the belt. She's ready to go. Shayna Baszler tries to talk her out of it, but Ronda says, nope. She hands the belt to the referee. He rings the bell. We're having a title match. Uh, but right as the bell rings, Ronda's still kind of turned away, and Charlotte just runs, nails her with a big running boot, makes the cover. Ronda kicks out. Shayna jumps on the apron, so Charlotte boots her off and then goes for a spear on Ronda. But Ronda counters into an arm bar, but then Charlotte counters that, rolls forward, pins Ronda down, grabs the tights, gets the one, two, three, just like that. Charlotte, the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Ah, oh, and everything is right in the world. Ah. And everything's wrong with her booking. Charlotte's back on top. That's all there is. Rhonda's gone. Ah, now we can stretch. Uh, we can stretch, and we can enjoy a winter of professional wrestling with the best on top, Mike. <laughs> with the best in the game on top. She's been on top all year, Bianca Belair. Immediately, immediately, uh, saying, "Hey, I'm winning a shooty this year." Immediately. Charlotte Flair puts herself uh, into contention. <laughs> Certainly won't be unanimous, but uh, what? Well, you know, if I, she never say never. Never say never. You can't. You can't say that. Okay. Yes. That. If she gets a new character where she's uh, more than just Ric Flair's daughter and the champion, then maybe. Never say never. But, I'm uh, just saying. Her 14th title reign. Uh, this is it. You know, the return was nice, but uh, yeah, just giving her the title just like that. I don't like it, but. We'll disagree on that. Yeah, but let's see. Let's see. Maybe on Friday it would all make sense. Yeah, maybe she'll lose it back to Ronda just to win it again and go for 15. Who knows? Yeah, let's just bang out a quick 60. That's, I mean, that's what they want. They want to do it while Ric Flair's still alive so we can be there and cry. Uh, but anyways, yeah, she's back. No Royal Rumble surprise. Uh we go back to the Bloodline locker room. Sammy wants to clarify with Roman if those Sammy chants bothered him last week. And Roman pauses but says, God, no. You know, the way you were locked in, how could anyone else pay attention to? Uh, how could it? Yeah, how could they pay attention to anyone else but you? And the words you were saying, the conviction you spoke with, if you bring 10% of that tonight in our tag match, it's going to be an easy night for me. So some reassurance there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
Then we got some uh, some TMZ footage of Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley trying to interrupt Christmas at the Mysterios, much like they did during Thanksgiving. But this time, Ray, he's had enough. He calls the cops on his own son and has him arrested and taken off to jail. I can't believe it. I really just cannot believe, uh, you know, the, the what you know. Imagine, imagine being a parent having to go through this. Yeah, but it's uh, heartbreaking. Yeah, you know, sometimes you got to let someone hit rock bottom before before they can recover. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, we'll have an update on Monday for that. Uh, in the meantime, Imperium come out. Just kind of put over Gunther and the awesome reign of destruction he's been having as Intercontinental Champion. Ron Strowman interrupts, says, you haven't beat me yet. So Imperium attack him, and he's fighting all three of them off. Uh, goes to the floor to charge at Gunther, but Gunther shoves him, and Braun crashes through the barricade. And uh, looks like they slightly changed the barricade technology here. I don't know if you caught this. What did you notice? But... Uh, uh, now there's like Velcro straps on the side to kind of hold it up a bit better so it doesn't just fall over. It oh, okay. No, I, 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 I did not notice that. Yeah, I even heard like the of the Velcro ripping <laughs> off when it came. So, yeah, either way. And then uh, Gunther grabs a chair, starts hitting Braun with it. The rest of the Empyrean jump in. And, uh, yeah, Gunther gets Braun in an arm lock. The officials are trying to break it up. And that's when Ricochet runs down. He's got a chair. Ready to save his new best buddy, Braun. Uh, and then a real nasty spot, though. He ends up, you know, the, the Imperium leave the ring. He takes a swing at them, but he fucking nails Gunther in the head with an unprotected chair shot as he was leaving the ring. And uh, that was stiff. Obviously an accident, but I think he was supposed to swing and miss. But Gunther goes down. He's grabbing his head. He's busted open. Uh, they're checking on him immediately. They put the gloves on, so... Yeah, that was that was unfortunate. Man, he got dinged up. Yeah, unprotected chair shot to the head. That's illegal. I mean, we haven't seen that since uh, the shot heard around the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, I'm sure he'll be okay. Hopefully, no concussion, just a couple stitches. And so, so is Braun Strowman the uh, the one to end Gunther's run? I hope not. I mean, or is it just I a won't gun? He's Hopefully just a stopgap. Yeah. You know, they could still have a solid match. Uh, but yeah, I want Gunther. Gunther's at 200 days now. He's only like halfway to setting the record. So let's go for 500 for Gunther. Oh, really? You think uh, he could be over a year, you think? I think so. The first 200 days have flown by. So I mean, yeah. But he No, he's had, he's had a great reign. That is for sure. Uh, let's Yeah, let's give him the full year. Yeah, and beyond. To infinity and beyond. <laughs> Let's give him the Roman treatment. Yeah, I would that'd be fine <laughs> <Yeah>. with that. <laughs> uh, but let's go to the main event. Big main event. Uh, because John Cena making his big return. Keeping his 20-year streak alive of having at least one match every year since uh, 2002. Whenever he made his debut. So, uh, yeah, Kevin Owens, John Cena, taking on Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn. Uh, big reception, obviously, for Cena. Crowd's loving him. Uh, you know, since he's gone Hollywood, he's uh, slimmed down a little bit. Not quite as much muscle mass. And 
not quite as much hair on his head either. He's <laughs> he's hanging on to what he's got. Though. Man, he's got it's a like, bad bald patch back there on a couple of those yeah, shots. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be Hulk Hogan territory if he keeps going. Like, what do you think he's gonna uh, do? I mean, he's rich enough; he could afford like, to get have some plugs, hair treatment, right? Yeah, you would yeah. think get plugs. He could easily. I mean, many many men. <laughs> have of done course, it, but of, whatever. Uh, of course, yeah, you know, yeah, fill it out, you know, we do your thing. Yeah, but uh, the crowd doesn't care. They're happy to see him. <laughs> the and, crowd uh, doesn't care. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> we start with Kevin Owens and Sammy going at it. We all know the history there, uh, but the crowd, even though Owens is the baby face, they're chanting for Sammy. We're loving him. Gets his nose busted open early on, so he tags in the big dog, Roman, and the crowd chants, we want Cena. But uh, Roman cuts off Owens from making the tag. And then him and Sammy just work over Kevin for a while. Owens keeps getting close to making the tag, but gets yanked away and gets hit with a haluva kick on the barricade. And then, uh, yeah, so they just keep teasing that. Uh, Roman tags in, goes for a Superman punch. But Owens counters with a super kick and a frog splash. Uh, goes for a pop-up power bomb, but Reigns counters midair with a Superman punch. Goes for a spear, but Owens avoids that, so Reigns crashes into the ring post. Roman tags in Sammy, and then Owens finally makes the hot tag. John Cena, after like 10 minutes, he's finally in the match. Um, yeah, it just starts going wild. He does his five moons of doom on Sammy. Uh, Roman jumps in to interrupt the five-knuckle shuffle, so Cena slams him down. Tags in Owens, so the two of them can hit a double five knuckle shuffle uh and then cena hits reigns with the attitude adjustment leaving sammy all alone owens hits a stunner makes the cover gets the one two three so kevin owens john cena get the big win you know I, I, nothing's hotter than a john cena hot tag like that's a special <laughs> uh you know a, a, a special pop to be a part of it must be it yeah. must be yeah yeah, it was big. They uh, they made you wait right until the end of the match to get him in, but uh, he did the work. He got his <clears throat> got his five moves in and got the win. Kept the streak alive. So good for Cena. Uh, I don't know if you noticed at the end, Owens, his eye was all swollen and bloody. Yeah, he took a shot somewhere. Yeah, some speculation. It could be a receipt from Roman <laughs> for uh, busting his eardrum. Easy there, you know, the, Tiger. A friendly receipt. You bust my eardrum, I'll bust your eye a little bit. <laughs> doesn't make sense. That's what happens in the ring. It happens many times. I mean, I guess. I don't think. Do you think Roman's that kind of guy? I think it was just, uh, you know, letting you know. You got to be careful in there because I might get you back. <laughs> okay, okay. Who knows? Yeah, we'll mean, never know. We'll until, never know. Exactly. Until one of them starts a podcast. <laughs> but A tell-all. That was... <laughs> That was the final episode of SmackDown for 2022. Yep. So let's immediately hop kicking on. off with a big part of the year. Congratulations to Charlotte Flair. I'll never stop talking about it. Uh, let's get <laughs> on to. I, I sorry, I'd sneak that in there. Uh, you, Mike, what you were about to say was Rampage, the New Year's Smash. Rampage. Rampage. Yes, the smash, now, the annual tradition. Yeah, we've had bashes, we've had dashes. 
We've had smashes. Yeah. Flashes? Always... Have we had flashes? No. I don't think so. Like a flashback? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let's start the episode with Orange Cassidy defending the All Atlantic title against Trent. Battle of the best friends here. Um, yeah, you know, so no hard feelings. They do a, a really long handshake at the start of the match. Kind of funny. And yeah, match was fun as they're just kind of trying to one up each other and. Uh, yeah, just going back and forth. Trent hits a nice twisting tombstone pile driver, but Cassidy kicks out and then he hits a regular leaping pile driver. Uh, but Cassidy kicks out again, and that's when Penelope Ford comes down. Uh, she ends up causing a distraction to Trent, which allows Orange Cassidy to hit the beach break. Trent kicks out, so Cassidy hits the orange punch. That gives him the win, retains the title. But uh, what is Penelope doing, helping Cassidy like that? Uh, no, well... Um, I know, she's Kip, just trying to make them. Oh, I was going to say, well, Kip, Kip Sabian was on commentary for this match. Yeah, uh, he kind of sent I her down. That was really, I thought that was really weird right off the bat. Well, he's kind of been involved in this story, trying to get his title shot. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Penelope just trying to make it look like, you know, they... they Trying to make the best friends not be able to trust each other. And it kind of worked. Trent walks off all pissed off. So, But, of course, can only assume Orange had nothing to do with Penelope coming out. Can only assume. Uh, but then Kip Sabian himself has a match against Atiba. Don't know. Uh, doesn't matter. Jobber. Kip squash win. Yeah, exactly. Sabian gets the win after hitting a botched Orange punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all there was to that. Mm -hmm. Then Tony Schiavone interviews John Moxley, says him and Hangman. Moxley says him and Hangman have been here since the beginning of AEW. Both kind of fighting for the spot of top guy. And uh, some of the crowd was actually giving Moxley the what treatment. He's been getting booed lately. Yeah. Ever since the MJF feud. He's yeah. Been, uh, ever since. Yeah. Uh, but they end up booking a match between Moxley and Hangman for January 11th. So stacking that uh, that L.A. show. Yeah. So, yeah, between that match and the uh, the trio's final, the first time in the on the West Coast or whatever, it's going to be big. It's going to be a big show. Yeah, and this the grand mystery of the mystery grand partner. slam potential. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know the be. size of the venue, but I think in terms of uh, – you know, fun, yeah, fun, the fun of the show. Yeah. 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 We'll see. We'll get more for that on Dynamite. Uh, but in the meantime, Jade Cargill defending TBS title against Kiera Hogan, former friend, former stable mate. Uh, of course, yeah, Jade just dominates the match. Hogan has a little comeback, hits a couple stiff kicks. Uh, but then Jade just hits her with a jaded, gets the win, retains. 46-0. Wow. I, not, I'm not even counting at this point. No, I only know because they put it out at the end of every match. They put it <laughs> right. on the Titan <laughs> But these, it seems like they're crawling now. The first, like, 30 went by quick. And now yeah, they're we, doing, we like, say that we say this every week. They could have. They should have been at 100 by now, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, not that I care that much, but for their sake. Of course. Can, they're not going to reach Goldberg levels. Yeah, they're just yeah. They're, you're you're fucking around if you're not. Yeah, 
anyways, the main event was Wheeler Yuta versus Swerve Strickland. And Swerve had uh, Parker Boudreaux and that new tattoo face guy. <laughs> I forget his name. I don't know. Some new goon. Uh, I also, yeah, I, also, I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Match was okay. Crowd pretty split between both guys. Even though Swerve's a heel, people love chanting Swerve's house. And, uh, yeah, Swerve hits a big house call, kick to the back of Yuta's head. He kicks out. Yuta elbows Swerve. He falls into the ref, knocking him out. So Swerve takes advantage, kicks Yuta right in the balls, and then hits the JML driver to get the win. Uh, potentially earning himself a future shot at that ROH Pure title. Well, yeah, like he lost, he lost the, he lost the match, but not the championship. So I guess, yeah. Uh, so you would think that would be the next step? Would, yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah, it's a weird. The whole Ring of Honor thing still. <laughs> At least they've cooled off on it since Final Battle. Yeah, let them, let them get. They're working on it. They're working on their own thing here. They're trying. They're figuring it. Yeah, out. Yeah, it's coming. The show, at least the show, whatever. It'll start soon. Yeah, know. exactly. Anyways, uh, all of the New Year's smash a dash action. Uh, let's make our way through the New Year's then. How about let's make our way through New Year's uh, and then on to the very next night after that, uh, because New Year, new me, new Monday Night Raw. Let's get right. Let's get right. Yeah, new year. Uh, the show starts off in chaos with the bloodline just beating up security, flipping over the announce table. Uh, Kevin Owens comes out to interrupt and Sammy just tells him, don't open your mouth. Just shut up and listen. Tonight, the bloodline's taking over Raw. So Owens just starts to march towards the ring, but then a whole team of security and Adam Pierce come out to stop him. And uh, Solo Sokoa just starts taking out security guards. And Owens gets in there, but he gets beaten down. So the whole Raw locker room comes out to help Owens. And they end up sending the bloodline packing as Pierce tells them he's putting all of them into matches tonight. Yeah, don't show up to work if you don't want to have to work, guys. This <laughs> yeah, is one wrestling one oh one. Yeah, that's why Roman wasn't there. He's like, I ain't playing work. Like I'm not it's working like... a match. <laughs> uh, but we get our first match of the night: Bianca Belair defending her Raw Women's title against Alexa Bliss in a nice little competitive match. Bliss kind of busts her nose open a little bit at some point. And <laughs> a little bit. Starts starts fighting dirty. She's yanking at Bianca's hair, and uh, they fight to the floor, and that's when a guy in the crowd stands up wearing a black version of the Captain Howdy mask. And This distracts Bliss. She goes back in the ring, climbs the top rope, and then another guy with the Captain Howdy mask appears, and they're just staring at her from the front row, and the... Uh, on the Titan Tron, the upside down moth flashes flashes on the screen and it appears to do some harm to Bliss as she just grabs her head and stumbles and P freaks it's, it's out. It's like shell shock. PTSD. <laughs> yeah, kind of was. And she just freaks out, attacks the referee and uh, takes him out, grabs Bianca Belair, throws her into the steel steps, then hits a big DDT onto the steps and... Belair's got some blood on her chin. 
So from that attack, and uh, Bliss goes to leave, but then comes back, hits another DDT on the steel steps. Uh, and then they bring out a stretcher for Belair, but she, uh, Montez Ford ends up coming out and helping his wife to the back. And the match is over. They never really ring the bell or anything, but... It just kind of, I yeah. guess, it's, it's a DQ end. Yeah, we can only assume the ref wasn't alive to make the call, but yeah, that's how it ends. <clears throat> yeah, a bit of a weird, a uh, bit of a weird ending, a bit awkward. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, we'll see. It looks like they're, yeah, they're going back to Bray and Alexa, or at least this spooky version of Alexa, whatever it means. Yeah, I, I wonder why we're going right back to this. Yeah, I don't know. She's, uh, I don't know what to do with her right now. No. But uh, then we go back to the ring. Elias, he's uh, strumming his guitar. Solo Sokoa interrupts because they got a match. Not just any match. This is a Music City Street Fight, which uh, we formerly knew it as the Symphony of Destruction match. <laughs> yeah, all the instruments in the ring. Smack, smack yeah. yourself. Maybe Megadeth sent them a cease and desist. Right. Okay, yeah. Race. We're in Nashville tonight, you know, so it's going to mean something. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, of course, similar to the other ones, we've just got a bunch of instruments laid out all around the ring that can be legally used as weapons. And, uh, yeah, so we get thrown into drum kits, smashed over the head with a cymbal, smacked with a guitar case, a keyboard. Uh, Elias was actually carrying this match. He was getting tons of offense in. Uh, smacking Solo in the face with a tambourine. And then we cut to ringside. We have a musical guest, Hardy. You ever heard of this guy? Never. <laughs> yeah, no idea who this guy is. Uh, uh, he was a, lo a musician in attendance, sorry, but he got he gets involved smashing a guitar over Lasolas uh, goes back. Yeah, well, if, yeah, at first he hands, he tries to hand Elias a guitar, but uh, Solo super kicks Elias, so the Hardy guy grabs the guitar, smashes it over Solo. But Solo doesn't even fall down. <clears throat> uh, but then he no turns self. around. Yeah. Elias runs in, hits him with the symphony, climbs the top rope uh, with the broken guitar, fragments of it, and jumps, tries to hit him, but Solo just catches him midair with the Samoan spike. And then out on the apron, he picks up Elias, hits the spinning Solo onto a grand piano, which just collapses on impact and... Solo pins him on top of the piano, gets the win. But uh, Elias, I thought he looked really good here. He was, he he was dominating most of the match. Yeah, maybe control. he didn't he didn't deserve the uh, the loss. I think he should have won that. Yeah, but I think yeah, they don't want him. They don't want Solo losing probably right well, now. Well, of course, and you know, like and you know, but poor Hardy. <laughs> yeah, whoever this guy is, oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> Uh, then we go to the next match featuring the Bloodline. Six-man tag, Usos and Sammy taking on Kevin Owens and the Street Profits. Uh, yeah, they just kind of go back and forth, trading momentum. Everyone has their little moments. Montez hits from the heavens on Sammy, but the Usos break up the pin. Then a bit later, Jimmy distracts Ford, which allows Sammy to hit, hit the Haluva kick and get the pinfall win for him and the Bloodline. So a nice bounce back for Sammy. Mm -hmm. uh, and then afterwards, they grab a chair to do some more damage. But then Drew McIntyre and Sheamus show up, make the save. So they're still kind of involved. 
feuding with the bloodline. Yeah, all uh, all, <coughs> all of these guys, everybody uh, yep. in, in attendance around this uh, raw tag scene. Uh, it's been pretty good, I think, over here on the top of Raw. For, between these other teams, the Usos are there enough. Yeah, yeah, we're just... What? I mean, eventually... We got- Which brand are the uh, Viking Raiders on? SmackDown. Okay. I haven't seen them in a while. Yeah. Yeah, they brought them back and then... And uh, brought uh, Sarah Logan back, didn't they? Yeah, with her new name, something Valhalla or something. Oh, new yeah. Name, oh, new. shit. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Wow. Was that like a month ago? For at least, I think. But Fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're just... Maybe they are. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. She hasn't even had a match herself yet, so maybe... We'll see. I Who wish knows? I knew. Yeah. Then we go to Dexter Loomis taking on Chad Gable. Uh, Gable gets some moves in, but then Dexter hits a unique a kip up into a leg drop, prompting Corey Graves to go, What the hell was that? Uh, Gable distracts the ref. Otis tries to interfere, but Dexter counters, gets back in the ring. Gable puts him in a cradle, but then Loomis counters into his own pin and gets the three count. So Dexter Loomis wins. Is this uh, his big first win here over uh, on the on the big boy roster? Uh, no, he won that. He won against the Miz. I thought he lost. He lost the. Uh, he, no, I thought he lost. Wait, maybe the he Miz. lost the rematch. He oh, won he lost, the first. He lost match. the rematch. Okay, my bad. My bad. Yeah, but Gable apparently he uh, twenty twenty two he had more losses than anyone on television. So uh, uh, more TV losses. Yeah. Ah, Chad Gable. It's too bad. I know. A man that talented. They need to hopefully just end this Alpha Academy thing. Let Otis go back to being a baby face and Gable can do his own thing. Yeah. Please. Oh my God. Yeah, he does. Oh, I'm it's been so long since he won. I'm just looking right now. And he's just so good. He's so talented, but Yeah. We're cheering for you, Gable. Gabley. Uh, after that, Damage Control come out, cut a promo. Bailey putting herself over for beating Becky Lynch a few weeks back. And Becky comes out to respond. Uh, says those tag champs, they're the ones doing all the hard work while you're taking all the glory. It's only a matter of time before someone turns on someone else. And Becky challenges Bailey to a rematch. But she says, ding dong, nope. Uh, but if you can find a partner, you can face Dakota and Io. So she says, fuck it. I'll do it on my own. And that's what we get. Becky Lynch taking on Kai and Sky two on one. And uh, she's doing a good job, though, hanging in there. But uh, in the middle of the match, Meechin. They're back to Meechin now. <laughs> oh, my God. They Flip can't f- just fucking figure it out. Yeah. Mia, yeah, Meechin. She's or out. it's her She'll nickname be... that they use like way too much. This time it came out, it just said Meechin on the screen, so Fuck. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they've done that before. Fuck. Yeah. Don't know. Either way, it's uh, now it's a fair fight, even tag match here, and things are going well. Mia hits this nice, like, head scissor, spiking Dakota off the ropes into the ring, and uh, Bailey tries to interfere, so Becky goes after her, but uh, that leaves Meechin all alone in the ring. Uh... She hits Dakota with eat defeat, but right when she lands, EO jumps in with over the moonsault, gets the win for damage control. And still, 
Or was this? This wasn't furry. I don't think it was. Tenable. No, no, this was just uh, a bunch of motherfuckers hanging out, right? Yeah, but they are still the, ta- the champ. Yeah, I guess they are still. Uh, <laughs> I, I I worry with the AJ Styles injury. You know, are we? Uh, will will this? Will Meechin be pulling away from the Good Brothers and uh, and Rhea? You know, Judgment Day. They were they were intertwining. I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how long she'll be in the mix with them anyways mm-hmm. or if she's just yeah, going to do no. her own thing <clears throat> yeah uh backstage byron saxton interviews alexa bliss asks her about losing control earlier and she says no i gained control over bianca's headspace and now she knows i'm a threat and that title belongs with me so probably going to get another match from those two okay uh at the rumble maybe yeah, maybe throw in a stip. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. Okay. Uh, but yeah, as we mentioned on SmackDown, that footage of Dominic getting arrested on Christmas Day. Uh, mm-hmm. We see the aftermath. We get a promo. <laughs> and I love this. The the new prison-hardened Dominic. He's even got a teardrop tattoo on his one cheek. It's like a character from uh, Grand Theft Auto or something. <laughs> yeah, he's got the tear. He was chewing on a toothpick. And <laughs> yeah. He just talks. He's like, yeah, you know, this isn't a game anymore. I served hard time and I survived. Prison changes a man, which is, <laughs> yeah, hilarious. He was probably just like in the drunk tank. Yeah, in the drunk tank equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> But either way, I love it. It was hilarious to me, and uh, we may be getting this. May be the long build to uh, Dominic versus Ray at WrestleMania. At Mania, we still yeah, we have time. We have time. Eventually, uh, yeah. you know, hair versus mask. Oh. Or hair, you know, Dominic got the mullet. Yeah, Ray's got if the we mask. grow, yeah. Well, the longer we grow the mullet out, the the more devastating it'll be when we have to uh, <laughs> shave it. If we shave it. We're going to see Rey Mysterio's face, you think? Could be his last match ever. Who knows? Exactly. Career on the line. Or maybe hair versus career. I don't know. We'll see. One or the other. Excuse me. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Now, hair versus career. You really got me going with with this one. Because <laughs> usually you see, like, yeah, you, uh, that's just two amazing things. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, I could see it. I could okay. see it. Okay. Ray's winding down and... Who better to end his career than his own son? Ah, who better? I'm into it. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, the main event for this episode, uh, Austin Theory defending the U.S. title against Seth Rollins. And once again, the crowd just loving Seth. Excuse me, everyone. Singing the song. Uh, have a nice match here. Nice main event. Going back and forth. Seth gains control. Theory gets fed up, grabs his belt, he's ready to leave, but Rollins super kicks him, hits a big frog splash, gets a two count, and then Seth goes for the curb stomp, but Theory counters, shoves Rollins into the referee, which knocks the ref out. Uh, Rollins hits a pedigree, makes the cover, as another ref comes running out, but that extra second allows Theory to kick out. So Rollins goes for a stomp once again, but Theory avoids, pushes him into the second ref. Uh, doesn't knock him out, but while the ref's kind of got his back turned, he 
kicks Seth in the balls, hits him with the A-Town down, gets the win, retains the U.S. title. Crowd is not happy. Off the low blow especially. Yeah, some dirty pool there. God, God. It's nice to see, uh, you can almost see, yeah, in these moments, you can almost feel the enthusiasm getting sucked out from the crowd. <laughs> you know, like, after the low blow and then cover, just everybody, like, oh, no, no, yeah. no. Not what they wanted. <laughs> yeah, they were not happy, but uh, that's the way she goes sometimes. Yeah, that's the way it has to be sometimes. I get you. Uh, Seth Rollins, though, keep it up. You'll get back there one day. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think at this rate, he needs he deserves another championship run. Yeah, it's been, yeah, it's uh, been. a few years. Yeah, for a singles title. Well, I guess he had the U.S. title earlier this year. But, uh, yeah, either way, he hasn't had a lot of gold these last, not quite compared to Roman and... Well, yeah, I mean, John Moxley on the other end. I mean, he had—I guess he had the Universal Championship a few years back, like four years ago, maybe three. Yeah, back in 2019. Yeah, but it's time. That's four years ago now. You know, it's time for him to just get that uh, that WWE Championship back. Yeah, whenever he we it. finally split those titles back. Figure it out, Hunter. Split them up. <clears throat> yeah. Figure your shit out. But uh, that was Monday night. <laughs> Yeah, like you said, that was the entirety of Monday Night Raw, Mike. So we should take a break. Let's do that. Take a break. Come back uh, with all your action NXT. Of course, we're talking new look Dynamite. New look who dis. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So you're you're definitely going on to stick around. Back here with the second half of the podcast, folks. Thanks for sticking out through the break. Uh, we are chugging our way into the new year. Uh, starting off the new year, I think, uh, you know, new brand. It's all fresh. We have our resolutions in. Uh, and uh, let's get ourselves over to NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Got to tap out a count out of one, two, three. Who went through a very weird 2022? In that it was kind of yeah. like created and then majorly changed and then devolved, and <laughs> all in one calendar year. I feel it was a quick period of time. Yeah, that was kind of in the middle between 2.0 and 1.0, kind of a happy medium going on now. Yeah, so now, uh, you know, so we're starting the year off fresh. We're starting the year off fresh with, uh, um, what, big match here coming up. Yeah, we yeah, opened Carme the show. Yeah, Carmelo Hayes and Apollo Cruz. Yeah, this was a nice uh, competitive match here. Carmelo working over Apollo's leg and goes for the nothing but net leg drop, but Apollo avoids, hits a nice avalanche blockbuster. And crowd was getting hot, starts chanting NXT. Uh, Carmelo in the corner. Apollo charges at him, but then Trick, Trick Williams jumps up, yanks Melo out of the way. So Apollo knocks Trick down, then turns back to Melo. Hits him with the big press slam. Goes for a standing moonsault, but Mello avoids. Uh, Cruz lands on the leg, uh, which allows Trick, or sorry, Car 
yeah, Carmelo hits the big code breaker and then the nothing but net to get the win for Carmelo Hayes. And uh, and a big match. And a big match for him to, uh, you know, continue his momentum. Yeah, you know, he's definitely uh, one of those guys that potential for taking down Braun Breaker for that world. I mean, title. I think he's now passed that North American championship. Yeah, you know, he's had it. He did his thing, and uh, he wants to move on to bigger and better things. So, yeah. See what 2023 has in store for him. Could be a big year for a lot of people. Just remember the yeah. shoot, the shooties. Shooties are starting right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, then after the match, Axiom shows up, attacks Trick, uh, getting some revenge for a previous attack. And then we have a match, Axiom versus Trick Williams, and the crowd is loving Axiom here, just chanting his name, and he ends up hitting the super-duper kick, which they call the golden ratio, to get the win. Uh, yeah, nice win for Axiom there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we cut. Ax- Axiom seems too talented for the, the current situation, his current situation. That makes sense. Yeah, they could. Uh, yeah, no, he's a great talent. Uh, he could definitely be one of those guys in the mix for the North American title or mm-hmm. something, something more than what he's been doing. But uh, then we cut to Drew Gulak kind of uh, in the training area. He's in the ring working with Chase U students. And then Andre Chase walks up. He's like, what the fuck's going on here? Two cuts and just says, sorry, man, you were busy grading papers and. Drew needed a sparring partner, so. <laughs> yeah, they're really, so, is, is he, I know I always thought that he was like a frat leader. Not like an actual <laughs> uh, instructor. I mean, he teaches classes. They have him in the classroom and stuff. Hmm. I don't know. He's like. Like he's, he's actually out there grading papers. He's the dean of admissions. He's the professor. He's he needs to delegate uh, some of these tasks. <laughs> I mean, that's what Bodie Hayward was for, but then he got released. So, <laughs> what do you think know. the tuition is at Chase U? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> but then we go to um, Dijak taking on Stax, who uh, Stax actually looking pretty good here, getting some moves in, but then Dijak just manhandles him. Slingshots him off the ropes into the feast your eyes, and that gives Dijak the win. He goes to deliver another one, but then Tony D'Angelo makes a save, challenges him to a match next week at New Year's Evil. Coming up, New Year's Evil. I completely forgot about it. Yeah, annual, just a regular, regular uh, weekly show, not a premium. Yeah, event, just but, but still. fun, you know, fun set. Uh, you know, some new yeah. li- new lights. Yeah, still a fun tradition. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toxic Attraction come out to cut a promo. They say it's 2023. We will remain the most dominant faction in NXT. And we're coming for Roxanne Perez. That's what Indy Hartwell comes out and says, No, you aren't. I'm going to be the one to take that title from Roxanne. And Cora Jade comes out and says, No way, I'm next. I've already beaten Roxanne. And Nikita Lyon shows up. She wants a piece. Zoe shows up. Wendy Chu appears. Uh, and then <laughs> Thea Hale. Thea Hale comes out, and she's just like, oh, my God, so many girls. Girl fight. And everyone storms the ring. We have a big brawl. The rest of the women's locker room just empties, so just a huge fight going on. 
finally, Roxanne appears and she just says, whoa, ladies, calm down. I was just informed that they're going to be a 20-woman battle royal next week to determine the number one contender uh, to challenge me at Vengeance Day. This was which bad. Which is a pay-per-view. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I, I thought this was bad. I mean, yeah, well, I liked Thea Hale's part. I thought she was kind of funny. but. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it, it was when Mandy was champion. We were like, yeah, no one's gonna beat her, and now someone's beaten her, and suddenly it feels like, oh yeah, there's actually like a bunch of people who are around. And I was like, Jesus Christ, there's a lot of these people. There's twenty of these women. Yeah, that's a pretty big roster. Okay, let's get two of them going for the fucking tag titles. <laughs> maybe four. <laughs> yeah, we got four nice. of them. Maybe. Yeah, but uh, we'll have that battle royal next week to find out who's next in line. Okay, okay, yeah, we'll have to see who it is. We'll have to see who it is. Uh, two women that were absent from that segment have a matchup next. Isla Dawn taking on Alba Fire in an Extreme Resolutions match. Uh, so just anything goes. They start the fight backstage, just beating each other up with the uh, equipment and garbage cans, steel pipes. Uh, Alba ends up, they climb onto a stack of wooden pallets, and Isla gets knocked off onto a pile of chairs. And Alba puts her in a wheelbarrow, just wheels her out to the ring, and uh, we officially start the match there. And, but the weapons, they're all still legal here, so we get chair shots, stiff shot to the face when Isla just... Chucks the chair right at Elba's head. Another unprotected chair shot there. Two in one week. Uh, slippery chairs. It has to be something like this. There's some <laughs> yeah. Vaseline. Somebody with sweaty hands is moving them. Something's going on. Uh, but then Isla grabs a wrench, just starts bending Alba's fingers back, and grabs a hammer. She tries to smash Fire's hand, but she moves it out of the way last second. And then we get a table set up on the floor. Isla gets laid out. Uh, Alba Fire climbs to the top rope, jumps off, hits a swanton bomb onto Isla. But she didn't really land on her fully, just kind of bounces off the edge. The table does not break. <laughs> oh, no. Alba. But Alba says, fuck that. We ain't going down like that. So she just picks up Isla, hits the KLR bomb right onto the table, breaking it this time. And rolls her into the ring, gets the pinfall victory. Alba Fire with the much needed win. These tables. <laughs> yeah. They're just not reliable. So what was this was this was uh this the stip on this one. They called it something, like an extreme, extreme resolution. resolution. Yeah. I mean, it was just an extreme rules match, anything goes. Same. Cool. cool. I like that. Yeah. I like changing yeah, around uh like just like the nouns or something. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? Exactly. Uh, after that, we had Oro Mensa taking on Javier Bernal. Bernal jumps Mensa during his entrance, starts the match off with the advantage, but then Oro fights back, and he actually had the crowd chanting his name. They were rooting for Oro or Mensa, whatever they want to call him. And he ends up hitting a big running spinning heel kick in the corner, and uh, Oro Mensa gets the win. Probably the first... Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he's not. Neither of these guys do a whole lot for me, but. Yeah, I definitely don't oh, remember well. this guy's name at all. Yeah, <laughs> I remember seeing him, but yeah, nothing, nothing. Okay. Impressive. Okay. Whatever. 
We go backstage. Kiana James approaches Briggs and Jensen and Fallon Henley. And uh, after uh, Fallon beat her a week or two ago, she tells her she's going to hold up her end of the deal. She's going to give her the lean that she put on her bar so she can keep it. Uh, then on her way out, she says, Brooks, text me later. Smiles and walks off. And Brooks says, Ooh, you know I will. Ha <laughs> ha. boy, Brooksy. But the other two are like, what? When did that happen? But I like it. Yeah. Good for Brooks. Okay. Man's allowed to find love, isn't he? <laughs> Man just wants to find love at work. Yeah. Is that you what know, everybody Jensen wants? Can have. <laughs> yeah. Jensen and Fallon, they can have their own romance if they want. They can do their own thing. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, I just hope Kiana's intentions are, are well if she's not going <laughs> to hurt the poor guy. You better have good intentions. Yeah. Uh, Andre Chase takes on Drew Gulak in the teacher showdown. So some nice technical wrestling here. And once again, the crowd just super into Andre Chase. You know, he's doing the foot stomps. They're spelling out Chase U. And uh, just every week, I mean, he's already over. But this it's like the whole crowd. They love him. Yeah, um, like Chase U is cool. Yeah. It is it. fun. It's the thing uh, to do on NXT. <laughs> but Gulak fights back, takes over. He gets Chase uh, trapped into the Gulak and gets the submission. So Drew wins. Yeah, it's too bad. If Andre, see, Andre Ch Chase U is so cool, but Andre Chase is so not good. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the Ms. thing. Miss potential uh, through the roof, though, gotta say. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, We'll see. I feel like whenever he goes to the main roster, he'll basically have to start from scratch because he's going to have to win the crowd over once again, but it could work. Hard work pays off. Yeah. Well, I mean, ideally, you know, the crowd would already know who they are or something like that. Yeah, I just don't know. I mean, a guy like Braun Breaker, they probably, there'd be some barking, but Chase U, I feel like he has to win them over again. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, then we got Kofi Kingston taking on Joe Gacy. They just kind of go back and forth. Uh, eventually, Kofi hits trouble in paradise, gets the win. Much to the chagrin of Booker T, who's still being a petty little bitch for having his record broken. He just hates the name. Yeah, well, yeah, well, and and and, uh, and uh, Woods was on commentary. Xavier Woods was on commentary. Yeah, so they were kind of bickering. They were... Uh, but, uh, I mean, maybe it's all a long con and Booker's going to bring back Stevie Ray for the Harlem Heat reunion and try to get his record back for the tag titles. Who knows? Harlem Heat takes on the New Day. Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> I mean, a possibility. I mean, Otherwise, Booker's just being a bitch every week, complaining all the time. Yeah, I think that's more likely. Story. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Uh, then the final segment, you had Grayson Waller coming out for the Waller effect. Braun Breaker is his guest. They both just cut promos for the upcoming title match next week at New Year's Evil. And uh, one new thing, they had like the scrolling ticker on the bottom of the screen that was Waller was kind of reading some questions from. Yeah, making it seem like a more legitimate talk show, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Larry King Live or something. <laughs> yeah, it's actually Larry King. 
<laughs> uh, but then Braun says, after New Year's Evil, you're still just going to be Grayson Waller, and I'm still going to be the champ. That's the Waller effect. And Waller says, hey, that's Rich coming from an overrated champion who's only done one thing here, and that's steal his dad's gimmick. So Braun gets right in his face and says, I don't give a damn what you say. I love my father. So see you next week. And goes to leave, but Waller kind of grabs him. So Breaker smacks him down, knocks him out the ring, hits a big Topekin hero on the floor. So Braun Breaker just stands tall with his title. Yeah, you know what? what? I do like the uh, overconfidence that Grayson Waller has every single time. I do have to say, it's going to work for him one of these days. Could it be next week? Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, you know, why Why not start off the new year with a new champ? <coughs> Braun Breaker is clearly the guy, but... Um, yeah. I'm not sure. We'll see. Maybe New Year's Evil isn't big enough of an event for him to lose. Like, save it for if they do a Mania weekend thing. Yeah, Stand and Deliver. Or stand and Deliver. Stay, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know the other Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense. Could be on to something. Could be on something there. But that was the entirety of NXT. Let's move ourselves over to the very next night. We're talking uh, AEW Dynamite. Uh, well, <clears throat> right before that, why don't we just mention a couple things from Wrestle Kingdom 17. Wrestle Kingdom 17. My mistake. I'm sorry. Completely okay. forgot about it. Nah. I watched... The matches that I kind of had like some stake in. Yeah, we won't go over <laughs> so the which, whole matches. What matches do you watch? Uh, basically like the, the ones that had stuff from other companies. Yeah, so so F, <laughs> the FTR uh, ch tag championship. You you alluded on it earlier. FTR lost the IWGP tag team championships. Yeah, so this terrible losing streak of there continues, and. I don't know if you've seen Dax Harwood has been making some headlines for his podcast that came out. A uh, bunch of people kind of unhappy about that backstage with some info he's been sharing and talking about CM Punk and stuff like that. I don't know. Saying good things about CM Punk? Well, yeah, but I think maybe revealing too much insider info about things backstage. and You know, people just want the situation left alone. I don't know. I just heard from Meltzer that people are not enjoying his podcast. Okay, no, no, I, I haven't heard anything about this. Yeah. Well, either way, FTR lost the belts. Uh, and then on the WWE side of things, Carl Anderson, he finally lost his never open weight title yeah, Luke there. Luke Gallows was there too, of course. Yeah, his buddy's there. Uh, Okada beat Jay White for the IWE GP heavyweight title. Uh, and then one of the big moments, Kyrie Sane... She successfully defended her woman's title, and as she celebrates the light shutout, we hear a little cha-ching, and then money, and yeah, money's being said, or Monet, because we get the New Japan debut, former Sasha Banks, she's now Mercedes Monet, she's got some crazy new hair. It's I was just shorter, about to but... say, you want to talk about the shooties, Mike. <laughs> immediately yeah. best hair it's, it's like she she it's like she came out and said i want to win yeah this was like flames like dyed it like fucking, it looked like know. dyed this, this in flames it. yeah it was the coolest yeah. thing looks like Super. it was printed on yeah like that's got to be real hard to maintain uh 
But so she gets in the ring with Kyrie, hits her with this gory bomb into a DDT. A little bit botched there on the landing, but it looked uh, pretty cool. No, I, I, it was either kind of botched or l- looked like that. I, don't know. I mean, the move itself, yeah, I like the idea of it. I feel, I don't know. I feel like the landing was a little bit off, but either way, it was mm-hmm. a cool move. Uh, so Kyrie Sane's laid out. Mercedes just grabs a mic, cuts a quick promo, saying she's the new standard of this woman's division. You can bank on Monet. And she's going to challenge Kyrie for the woman's title February 18th. Okay. <coughs> okay. Me. I think that show is so. in the States, I think. Yeah, San Jose. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, uh, she's officially a free agent. I hear she's just doing a a per appearance thing for New Japan. I don't think she signed an official contract. And mm-hmm. there's rumors flying around she could be Soraya's mystery partner on AEW next week. But that'd be pretty cool. We'll see about that. Or Naomi, uh, maybe at least one of them. <laughs> maybe Sasha's the only one. They officially moved her name to the alumni section on WWE.com. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, Naomi remains on the SmackDown right. roster on the website. But anyways, then for many people, the biggest thing on the card was Will Ospreay defending the U.S. title against Kenny Omega. Just an insane match. 35 minutes of, I mean, what we expect, but that's like five-star quality. Just hard-hitting wrestling clinic. Crazy bumps into the barricade. Those... Those stiff Japanese tables. And that that Will Ospreay somehow <laughs> foot stomped, or sorry, Kenny Omega somehow foot stomped through. <laughs> yeah, through the table, and then later he shoves Osprey's head through it. And yeah, just a crazy Ospreay's match. Osprey's bleeding Fun everywhere. Stuff. Quick blade job. Yeah, quick blade job. He's <laughs> flying. They're flipping. They're flying. They're diving to the floor. The big DDT under the exposed turnbuckle. I think that's what cut him open. Uh... Yeah, eventually, though, Kenny hits the one-winged angel, and that's that. Kenny Omega, new U.S. title holder, and excellent match. First week of the year, so as of right now, this is this is the match, match of, the, of the year. <laughs> this is the match of the year. Um, uh, was this a five-star match? Well, I think we did say we we did mention that uh, we don't take we we don't keep track of what we believe five-star matches to be. Uh, yeah, for the no for the record books for the real sickos out there who want to know. Yeah, I feel like it's probably a five star match. Like to you? Yeah, probably to me. Um, yeah, because my limit is five, and you know, I don't know. I'd say probably five. Okay, okay, it's in the record. It's, I feel like it's. Yeah, a, I, I feel like Meltzer is probably gonna go higher. It's in the record books. It is in the record books. Love to hear it. What about you? Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Well, there you go. Oh, hell yeah, of course. There you go. Our first five star of the year. First five star of the year. Bring it on. Give me more, Kenny. Yeah, I mean, he's only this is only like his second singles match since coming back from injury. So he went hard. 35 minutes of nonstop crazy. Yeah, hard hitting wrestling. Yeah, I really so went for it, and a, lot, and a lot of those uh, elbows to the back of the neck from on Will Osprey's side. Um, yeah, those that, are stiff shots. Like that's there. a stiff shot. Yeah, so uh, those are all the big things from New Japan. There was like ten other matches. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, too much but, stuff. Too much stuff to get into. But congratulations to, uh, yeah, yeah Mercedes Monet, Kazuchika Okada, Kenny Omega. 
Yep. And FTR. And condolences to FTR. R.I.P. FTR. God damn. So yeah. let's yeah. Let's, so let's move our way. Let's move our way to our final show of the. Uh, let's move ourselves. To, yeah, the final show of the week. Uh, uh, Dynamite. AEW. All elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Is kicking off huge with a, a new look. We're up here in Seattle for the very first time. Hot crowd. Uh, the look is kind of like reds and blues now. <laughs> and like lasers. <laughs> yeah. Do kind of a different stage design. Like a curved Tron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lasers, lights. Uh, the intro video was a little bit changed up to match match the new aesthetic. Yep. Uh, yeah. Cool. Cool looking stage. <clears throat> yeah. So far so good, I think. Yeah. So let's start with a big match. Ricky Starks taking on Chris Jericho. Big match up here, of course. Jericho just healing it up and the crowd cheering hard for Ricky. And uh, Jericho at one point shoves Aubrey Edwards. Getting some big booze there. Big <clears throat> booze from the, uh, I think she's she seemed to be from the area. She gets a lot of, crowd is popping hard for her all night. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Uh Jericho hit a big suplex off the apron to the floor, and uh, later he gets Ricky in the walls, but Ricky crawls to the ropes. That's when Cool Hand Ange jumps up, distracts the ref, uh, while Daddy Magic nails Ricky in the head with a baseball bat. This knocks Ricky out. Aubrey turns around to check on him, raises his hand, drops it twice, but then on the third time, Ricky keeps the arm up, so he's alive. Uh, that's when the rest of the Jericho Society jump on the apron. Starks knocks them all down. And then he hits Jericho with the spear, gets the three count. So a huge win here for Ricky. Big win. And Ricky Starks looked big time here on this uh, on this new stage. Looked like it was made for him. <laughs> yeah. No, this was great. Even with all that interference, he overcame everything. Four on one, no problem. Uh, but then right after the match, they jump in, attack him until Action Andretti runs out. He's got a chair, <laughs> makes the big save. Uh, <clears throat> but then Anna Jay and Ty Mello jump in, hit him with a low blow, and Jericho Society just lay a beat down. They set up a table on the floor. Jake Hager hits a nasty powerbomb off the apron through the table on the floor. Big bump for Ricky there. He's taking bigger. <laughs> That's a big bump. He's t- he, he can take it. The man can take it, Mike. I know he can take it. I'm okay. just, I'm just giving okay. him some props. Okay. Giving him some props. for. Better give him some damn props. <laughs> yeah. So, good opening match. Yeah. After that, Tony Schiavone's in the ring to interview Hangman Page about his condition. Asking, can he go in the ring? Even though we already booked the match on Rampage for January 11th. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I guess it was like, y'all, we were having the match, and he's like, are you sure you can go through with this? Yeah. He's like, oh, nobody watches Rampage, so let's talk about it here. <laughs> but Hangman says, as of today, I'm not medically cleared to compete. But all he's got to do is pass one more brain scan, and he can fight next week. So Moxley <laughs> comes out to respond, says he's sick of the ongoing sympathy for Hangman, and uh, the crowd chants, we can't hear you because his microphone was only coming through the TV. So no, the live crowd couldn't hear anything. So he grabs another mic, but then that one cuts out. 
He's like, oh, fuck, turn the fucking mic on. And right when it turns on, they pick up the F-bombs. Yeah, they pick, I think they may have picked up two of them. Yeah, but uh, unfortunately, he had to repeat the same line for like the third time about a candlelight vigil for Hangman. Yeah, Hangman it, says, I'm not. Because he had to get it out, yeah. He had to get it out. <laughs> Hangman says, I'm not scared of you for knocking me out. I've been knocked out by best friends before. And I think you're scared, Moxon. Mox says, your punk ass don't belong in the ring with me. And Next week, I'll make sure you don't get up this time. So, yeah, another big match. Yeah. January 11th. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of hype around this, uh, a lot of hype around this show. Um, <laughs> did Adam Page, uh, he, I, I clocked him with this one. He said, John, I will knock your dick in the dirt. <laughs> did you catch this? Uh- I didn't catch it, but uh, yeah, I'm sure. It was a funny you, one. You probably heard right. It was a funny one. That's, probably, <laughs> that's a good line. Next up, though, uh, the Acclaimed are defending their uh, World Tag Team Championships, taking on uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Yeah, you heard that right. Jeb, double J, double R, <laughs> double E's, double T's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there was uh, the, uh, the, pre, the pre-match wrap involved... Uh, <clears throat> Fuck, what's the news of, like, the day? Well, yeah, Jeff's wife, Karen, has been spouting off online about Max Cash. Like, don't fucking bring my name up and shit like that. So, yeah, he did one, and he had another good line. Uh, yeah, he had a couple, I forget. Yeah, he did some digs at TNA, and he mentioned Karen and Jared again. Uh, throughout the match, he claimed they're just mocking Jeff, doing his mannerisms, telling him to suck it. Uh, Jarrett gets in, gets some offense, the crowd chants, fuck you, Jarrett. And then we get a bunch of chaos at ringside, Billy Gunn gets ejected, and then Satnam Singh starts causing trouble. And then back in the ring, Jarrett hits the stroke, makes the pin, Bowens gets his foot on the rope, but Sanjay Dutt pushes the foot off the ropes, the ref doesn't see it, counts the three! So Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, the bell rings, they win the match, they celebrate, they are handed the titles. But Aubrey Edwards comes out, says, no, 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 we're not going down like this. She, uh, yeah, she makes an executive decision, overrules the referee, and we continue this match. Thank God. (laughs) So uh, Jay Lethal goes for a pin, puts his feet on the ropes, trying to cheat once again. But Max Caster shoves him off right into Bowens, who rolls up lethal, gets the three, the acclaimed retain. <laughs> As they should have all along. Yeah. That fake out. Scared and yeah, when she uh, when she like called it off, uh, yeah, like I said, the crowd was into Aubrey Edwards uh, on this on this night. Yeah, she saved the day mm-hmm. for the acclaimed. Yeah, thank God. Thankfully. <laughs> uh then we had Brian Danielson taking on Tony Nice. Uh, yeah, this is Seattle, Brian's home state. So the crowd is super hot for him. Uh, just going nuts, chanting yes. and Kept this match short and sweet. Gave the people what they wanted, though. Brian just dominates, stomps Tony's head in, puts him in a submission. But he's already passed out, so the ref just calls for the bell. Brian wins. <clears throat> big win. Big win in front of the big crowd. Yeah, and then after, cuts a promo, talking about how great it is to be home, calls MJF out, Max comes out, calls him brain-damaged Brian, slings some more insults at him in Seattle, and says Brian's mom slept with a goat, so Brian says, your mom's had enough suitors to fill this arena. 
<laughs> Probably some here right now. And MJF gets pissed off. He's just says, hey, man, you want a shot at the king? you got to become number one contender. I already talked to Tony Khan, and he says you got to wrestle every single week from now until February 8th and win each match, and then I will give you a title match. <laughs> Not this again. <laughs> So it's more, <laughs> yeah, this more is labors. Every single, this is a labors of Jericho. This is fucking Cody Rhodes. This is <clears throat> everything. Um, yeah, I don't know. They, they didn't really say it, but uh, does this mean MJF gets to pick his opponent every week until February? Yeah, they didn't know. specify, um, like, yeah, who books the match, but I'm sure, uh, I'm sure MJF will have something to do with, uh, you know, it would be like W. Morrissey or somebody like that. Or no, no, they <laughs> yeah. don't call him that anymore. What Big do they call Bill? Him yeah, Big, Bill. Big, Big Dick Bill or something. <laughs> uh, so Brian says, no, I'm going to come out when I want and wrestle and earn the number one contender and fight you for the belt. MJF says, no, you schmuck. Tony Khan don't run this company. The EVPs don't run it. I do. If you don't become number one contender the way I'm telling you to, you'll never wrestle me for this belt. It's my way or no way. Brian says, all right, I'll agree with your stip, but you got to let me make the stip for our match at Revolution. MJF says, go ahead. So Brian says, let's have a one-hour Iron Man match. Damn. First in AEW Damn. history, I think. Uh, well, we've had, we've had, we had the one hour time draw. It wasn't an Iron Man match, but we did have the, uh, no, that, that time draw. So yeah. uh, hearing this, so Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson has to wrestle every week until February 8th. And then he gets the match on March 5th. That means we're not yeah. going to see MJF wrestle until March 5th. <laughs> at least for the title. Yeah. Yeah. I Maybe can't, not at all either. Yeah, I, we'll see. I can't see him ever wrestling, uh, until then. Is it's a possibility. That's what for would sure. he do? I don't know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, this guy, the, MJF, get, probably makes the most money per match. If we can figure out that, <laughs> like, match money per yeah. match thing. Yeah, yeah, probably at this point. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but, anyways, MJF takes the deal, says, You're on, but you're not going to make it there. All you've done is choke since you got here. Brian says, I'm going to run through every opponent you put in front of me until February 8th. And at Revolution, I'll expose you. You don't have the cardio or the footwork. The reason you don't wrestle is because you're not good enough to come out here every single week. So the gauntlet has been thrown down. Okay. What do you think is going to yeah, happen here? Should be fun. What's that? What do you think is going to happen here? Well, I think Brian will earn the title shots. Hopefully. And, uh hopefully even win it even if it's a short reign he has to win the aew title at some point yeah we have to make it where do we know where revolution is uh this this i'm sure they've um announced where it is yeah i'm sure they have i wonder now. where it is because you know sometimes that'll influence uh certain decisions right we're going to san francisco no no that could be a big san show san fran yeah it'll be fun uh moving on though we got swerve strickland taking on ar fox Nice athletic contest here. Fox hits a big shooting star press off the apron. Uh, but then Swerve's goons start interfering behind the ref's back. But uh crowd didn't seem to care. They were still loving Swerve, just chanting, whose house? Swerve's house. Maybe he's from the area as well. But uh, so, Yep, Sir Swerve Strickland also from, uh, from Washington State there. So he's another hometown boy. So there you go. Uh, AR Fox, though, gets some offense in, hits a couple big cutters, 
And then a 450 splash for big near fall. But uh, once again, Swerve's goons interfere. They hand Swerve a foreign object. He kind of punches Fox in the head. Still didn't see what it was, but uh, after that, he hits an attitude adjustment off the top rope onto the apron. Crowd chants, holy shit. And then Swerve hits the Swerve Stomp to get the win. Yeah, big uh, with a lot of big, lot of fun match here. I think the crowd was into this all over the place. Yeah, this first time Seattle crowd, they were they were hot the whole night. They were hot the whole (laughs) night, and uh, and and a lot and a lot of everything really delivered. Yeah. Uh, Then we go backstage. Renee Paquette doing a sit down interview with Soraya, Tony Storm, Hikaru Shida. And then Soraya spills the beans, says next week her mystery partner is going to be Tony Storm, the best wrestler in the division. And Hikaru Shida sitting right there is like, what the fuck? <laughs> Calling her the best? Uh, but, I mean, yeah, they're hot rumors. Mercedes Monet, maybe they'll do a little injury angle and Mercedes will take the place. Or maybe they just don't want people to be disappointed, so they're announcing Tony ahead of time. They don't people to to like expect. That's a good point. Yeah, because if in, if you go into a match with like an unknown, you know, it'd be like if anybody else came out at WrestleMania to take on Seth Rollins. Literally, <laughs> yeah, if anybody yeah. else on the entire pl- like it would have been like oh, or like I guess any of like the active roster. So yeah, you got to do that. Uh yeah, but you know, still still rumors, still hope never that say Mercedes never. could show up in AEW. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Next week, either way. Big week. Okay. Yeah. Next week, big week. Agreed. <coughs> um, next up, match here on the card. Um, we have some uh, women's tag action. Our f- 40XNO, Jade Cargill, Red Velvet taking on Kier Ogan and Sky Blue in this one. Yeah. Nothing too crazy here. Uh, Jade degrading her own partner, Velvet, just kind of. You know, yelling at her, bopping her on the head to tag her in. But uh, Jade takes over, goes to tag Velvet in again. But this time, Velvet's had enough, just jumps down, abandons the match. But Jade's fine on her own. She hits the big pump kick, gets the win. 47-0. and 0. Oh, yeah. Well, Jade Cargill's like half a foot taller than the, the rest of this match. <laughs> yeah, so she was fine on her yeah, own. Yeah, sure. she was, she, she was going to be just fine. Yeah. And then uh, before the main event, there was a quick segment with the gun club just coming out, holding a memorial to FDR's legacy for, you know, all the titles they've lost and they failed to win the tag titles. FTR's music hits, but it was just a fake out. They're still in Japan from Wrestle Kingdom. So uh, they say FTR can wrestle for any promotion, but they will never wrestle in AEW again. They might not. I mean, who knows? They're, they've been talking about becoming free agents in a couple months and exploring that option. So, Going back to WWE. I don't know. Tony Khan certainly hasn't been doing them any favors. Well, I think like so. none of the, or like New Japan didn't either, I don't think. I mean, they let, they let them hold the titles for like six months. Yeah, but they didn't like defend them at all. They just kind of let them hold it. Uh, once or twice they defended, but okay. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, like I think all around, yeah, it wasn't a big deal. all four of or how many did they three belts? Yeah, all three of their reigns. I mean, I think the Ring of Honor one might be the most might be like the most memorable <laughs> because it had like the matches. 
Yeah, just the stuff with the briscoes. Exactly, but, yeah. Yeah, we all wanted the big one, though, the AEW, and they never got and it. And it just so never came. That could be that could be a big miss. Big miss for Tony Khan. Yeah, I wonder why. wonder why <coughs> it never happened. I don't know. But let's go to the main events of the episode. Samoa Joe defending the TNT title against Darby Allin. And before the bell can even ring, Darby comes flying at Joe with a big suicide dive and then smacks him in the back with a skateboard and they fight up the ramp. Darby drops in with the skateboard onto Joe's back and then pulls out a ladder, climbs up the giant ladder, hits a big swanton bomb onto Joe, and then we get back to the ring to finally start the match. Uh, Joe whips Darby into the turnbuckle, the ring post, and Darby just goes flying. Loves to do that spot. Just nails his head, spins, does a 720 onto the floor. Uh, but another hometown guy, Darby Allen. Another <laughs> so. hometown boy. He, he was from Seattle proper. That's what they, uh, Excalibur kept Yeah, us. so even more. He was yeah, like down the a, street. He used to yeah. skateboard outside the park, outside the arena or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, so the, the crowd's all on his side. I mean, they probably would be anyways, but. They're willing him on here. Samoa Joe removes the turnbuckle pad, gets Darby in a sleeper hold, but Darby slings Joe into that exposed buckle and then hits a code red or a pop rocks, if you will. Uh, and then right after that, follows up with two straight coffin drops and that gives him the win. Darby Allen, new TNT champ for the second time. Massive, massive title victory. Sting was going yeah. nuts. Yeah, his best buddy Sting comes out, gives him a huge hug, the confetti's falling down. He's lifting him up, and he's shaking him around. <laughs> yeah, so big win for Darby. Uh, yeah, fun match. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, too, so was, uh, too soon for Samoa Joe, or just fine? Um, I mean, I feel like he was never going to have that long of a reign anyways, yeah. so... Who knows? He's still got that Ring of Honor title that no one cares about, but yeah. Oh, well, his name's in the history books. Yeah, his, his name is etched there, and now he can just go back to nothing to do on AEW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what, what his future is, mm -hmm. or if he's going to be mostly a Ring of Honor guy whenever that starts up. Who knows? Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, I'd move over to that thing uh, whenever that happens. Um, yeah, but who knows? That was uh, the first episode of Dynamite's New Year and of uh, all the other shows that we cover over here. So let's move ourselves over to the final thing of the week. And of course, I'm talking Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Of the Week. The Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Mike, to kick off the, why not just kick off the year with a guarantee? Uh, not only wrestler of the week, week, but uh, is constantly a wrestler of the year candidate. Uh, it's it's Mr. Kenny Omega. Um, with yeah, his, yeah, yeah <coughs> Matt, you know he had, he had you know Wrestle Kingdom's going to be the biggest match of this kind of holiday covering thing. You know we're going right there. He comes home with the championship. Good Canadian kid. Um, you you love to see it. You know. Yeah, 
Kenny by God Omega, my wrestler of the week as well. So starting off the year. Starting off the year right. Decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so congratulations, Kenny, uh, for being wrestler of the week and United States champion of IWGP. So. Hope maybe maybe he'll bring it out at the uh, at the game. I'm very game certain seven. he'll bring it to Dynamite. Yeah, for game seven. For game seven. Trying to become a double champ next week. And it could happen. I really can't. Yeah. I, yeah. Next show is going to be huge. Next show is going to be huge over there yeah. on AW. Um, that's all the time we have, folks. Thanks for listening. Rate, review, like, subscribe. Shows everywhere. We'll be back next week. Of course, this big, big show uh, coming to Dynamite. Um, of course, we have New Year's Evil. We're always building to the Rumble. So we got a lot of fun stuff coming up. And uh, that's it. That's all I got. That's it for me, Mike. Take care of yourself. That's right. We'll see you next week after the big week. 